Hi, I'm Geeta Nandikotkur, Managing Editor, Asia and Middle East with Information Security Media Group. I caught up with John Dixon, Security Leader and Principal at Denim Group. John discusses how organizations are applying application security in their integration and deployment environments and what needs to be done to ensure better security. He says with competitive forces driving faster software development schedules, it is critical for security architects to implement end-to-end automation and other strategies to ensure rapid software deployment does not leave security behind. Welcome and thanks, John, for being here. Thank you, Geetha. I'm glad to be here. John, you are sharing your thoughts on the state of application security in a DevOps world and the need for speed. So can you shed some light on this? What does it mean exactly? Perfect. Well, thanks, Geetha. The focus is really around a the, the economic forces that are driving competitiveness and driving businesses to go faster, to put out more products and directly put out more applications that are related to those products. The cycles are so fast now that IT is struggling to keep up. And then security is even further, you know, potentially further behind. And really, this is a discussion around application security and being able to address software risk in spite of the fact that organizations are just simply going faster. And one of the precepts or one of the assumptions is that the issue of application security is by no means solved. Most organizations outside the most sophisticated financial services are still struggling to get their arms around software risk or application security. And now they're being asked to move faster, go faster and keep up with the business. And so that's the challenge is like, how does one as a security leader inject themselves and remain relevant, adapt and adjust to this very large trend that's happening. So against this, the fundamental question that comes to my mind is, what's the relevance of DevOps in information security? And where does it fit into the scheme of things when it comes to the CISOs? Okay, I would, again, say DevOps is something that's happening to the security organization. It, they're not initiating it. It is coming to a security leader, whether they want it or not. And it's really a question of adaptation and how does one adjust to still address risk? So there's two different emerging areas of thought. One of them is radically just to say, you know what, just build software, throw it out there, do minimal security, and then once it's in production, to some degree, remedy the problem if it's in production. That's a kind of extreme view. It's probably not, you know, entirely true. But the other way is just just to essentially do everything you've been doing, but faster. The problem that we have in application security is most organizations still are trying to get a workflow and get entire higher coverage of all the applications or software that they build. So again, outside of the largest financial institutions in the world, most companies are still struggling to figure out how to do software security well at scale. And now again, they have this essentially gravitational force that's pulling them this way. And that is really what this existential challenge that we now face. And again, it's nothing that the security guys are thinking of. It's coming to them and they're going to have to adapt and figure out how to remain relevant. So you've been helping the CISOs across with their application security programs, Mm -hmm. right? So where's the challenge in terms of adaptation to this new DevOps culture? 
Yes. Well, there's several challenges. Right off the bat, most of the security professional CISOs are probably network security people by background. I think the vast majority of them. Uh, that's my background as well, and I adapted over time. But if you go to major organizations, I would say three quarters at a minimum are network security people, CISSP. Most of them don't have backgrounds in software development. So the challenge, though, is if you go into major companies, the people that worry about software risk are the CISOs. Yet they don't come from that background, and the people that are responsible for software development are a different organization. So that is really a structural challenge that everybody has to deal with. So I used to do this funny quiz when I would speak. I would speak with security audiences, and I would ask basic questions around development. Like I would ask, how many people know what an IDE is, an integrated development environment? And of the security colleagues, maybe a third would know that. And the point is, is like if you don't know frameworks and if you don't know tools and platforms, you simply don't even know the questions to ask your development brethren. So how do you address software risk? If, and so that's the really the big challenge that CISOs have. So how do you think this gap can be bridged between the security and the application developers and other operations? Well, there's a handful of ways. I mean, obviously, security folks have to step up their game and learn this or hire people or get outside consultants that can help them ask better questions. The successful organizations that we've worked with have been able to adapt security to the culture of those organizations. Like, uh, for example, we've dealt with energy companies where safety is a cultural issue. And so sometimes they'll couch application security or security in terms of safety and preservation of assets. Others view, say, brand protection is the number one goal of the company. They have a strong brand. So many times they can couch this in terms of brand protection. So that's essentially what we're doing is figuring out how to adapt. So application security is a hot topic now. Mm -hmm. I think one of the key pillars of security now. Across, I'm hearing at every forum, application security being one of the key discussion points. So across Asia, and especially with the growth in e-commerce. Mm -hmm. And because um, e-commerce uses a lot of applications, right? So where the security becomes very critical. So against this backdrop, John, what are the key aspects that CISOs need to take in account of when it comes to the e-commerce related applications? You know, for starters, e-commerce is what drives the business, right? That's a profit and loss center, P&L center. And what they've got to do is really figure out how they can enable and not get in the way of the business, but protecting, obviously, the brand. And that is an ever-changing equation. And I'll give you a great example. Right now, in the U.S., we're going through this big transformation with cards. We're going from the old credit cards to the EMV or the chip card, which Europe did years before. And one of the the things that the Europeans passed on is when they went through this transformation several years back, there was a very large rise in what's called account takeovers, online account takeovers. And that is where the challenge really is, is because uh, account takeovers means instead of going and trying to steal cards and scam and all that stuff, you just basically go after people online, steal their, their credentials and order things and steal stuff. The challenge is that most e-commerce sites are architected for ease of use, right? I mean, and, and I'm one of those guys. I have the Amazon app. I buy stuff and things on the Amazon app. So there is a diametric opposition between ease of use, user experience, and security. 
And with the account takeover trend that's happening right now, you're seeing that scale move a little bit more back to security and less to user experience because there have been financial losses in numerous companies, mostly retail. And so that is, that's an interesting one where maybe even a year ago, the business said, hey, we want to make it easy for people to come and have all these features and log back in really easy and put cookies. And that, that made sense then, but now things have changed and evolved. And it's really, you know, the security leaders working with the businesses to say, look, this has changed. The risk equation is slightly different. We need to adapt or else we'll have these additional losses. So again, this innovation is happening. What has changed in the application development life cycle? Gosh, it's just it just got faster and faster and crazy. I mean, like like it used to be a .NET and Java world, and, and to some degree it still is in most enterprise environments. But you've got every week, it seems like a new platform or new development language that's out there. You know, the new dynamic languages that are out there. Uh, many of them have less coverage in application security tools. So most of the tools and vulnerability checkers are kind of focused on web applications in a .NET and Java compiled world. And now you have all these dynamic languages, Ruby, you've got open source stuff like Python, and there's just not the supporting tool coverage. So that changes things. I would say, obviously, the transformation of the enterprise, too, from to very cloud-based, software-defined networks. Like the companies and organizations that we knew even 10 years ago are radically different. And so you've got this distribution of, of responsibility and power and for example, if you look at Salesforce.com or any CRM, online CRM, who buys that in the enterprise? It's typically the VP of sales. Do you think that they often go to the CIO for permission? Never. So like like that used to be a CIO domain. It was a system. The, the sales VP would go and say, here's my requirements. Go purchase a CRM to implement in-house. Now they just go on a credit card and buy it for their Salesforce. So that's what you see. You see the fragmentation of IT, the speed, all these different things are really affecting the world that we live in. So having said that, so much of automation happening, has it helped in identifying web application vulnerabilities? I think what it has done is pushed the checking of web application vulnerabilities to later in the cycle, later in the SDLC, which in theory is less ideal. But I do think this world where you have certainly waterfall approaches is, is long gone. But even in a world where security should know about applications being released, in DevOps, one of the assumptions is you may find applications that have been deployed in production that you didn't know about. So the focus ends up being on big data, understanding what attack signatures look like in the public production network, and less about gates and about the traditional either agile or waterfall production. It's really about what do you do at the very last second and what do you do if you weren't even aware of it. So what, what, according to you, John, should be the next steps for CISOs in aligning DevOps with security? I think the first thing, and as simple as it sounds, it's absolutely true, is make sure that they're involved with those discussions. I see all too frequently that they find out about these discussions after the fact. And if they can be a voice of reason, but also they cannot be a speed bump or they can't say no, obviously, uh, because this is where the businesses are going. But if they can help shape that discussion in terms of risk to the enterprise and say, hey, that's good. But if we just did this, this, and this, we could do the same thing with a little bit more assurance. You know, what scares a lot of people 
people is that these discussions are going on in a vacuum without any risk or security or CISO involved. And if that's the case, I mean, it, it may work out well, who knows, but it also, they also could make catastrophic decisions that are architectural decisions that years later they'd have to go and unwind. So again, I think it's the highest level, even design discussions, risk-based discussions, not saying, no, you have to go through me, but just like, if you're going to do this, if you're going to go open up retail stores in this part of the world, you need to do this, this, and this. Or if you're going to now collect this type of customer data and it's sensitive because it's involving children, here are the things that you probably need to do or else you run the risk of having a data breach with children data, you know, under 18. And I think it's, again, exposing and quantifying the risk to business people who probably don't know. Thanks, John, for your insights. Thanks, Geetha. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening to John on integrating application security with DevOps. This is Geetha Nandikotkur from ISMG.